Hello and welcome to I've Run Out of Glue Sticks, the podcast where I talk about why I'm leaving full-time class teaching after seven years with no solid job to go to and a baby on the way. I'll be talking about what is next for me. I'm going to document it. And it gives us an opportunity to come together, whether you're a teacher who is exiting, thinking about exiting, any nosy teachers who want to know what's going on in the minds of teachers that are leaving. Perhaps you're a non-teacher who is just interested. You're all welcome. And look, if you are a trapped teacher who feels they can't escape, have a look, see what I do. Is there anything you can take? Maybe. I don't know. You tell me. The last time we did an episode, I had eight days left in the classroom. Now I'm minus one day because yesterday was my final day. It was a training day. So let's find out if I've experienced anything in my final few days as stressful as running out of glue sticks. And let's find out what else has happened in my exit from the classroom. I feel super duper light as a feather after recording that podcast. Oh, I talked about so much. I talked about the run-up to the final day, uh, the feelings that I had throughout and that I have today, and also checking in with my emotions because I think they're going to change a lot throughout the series of the, in this podcast. So, oh, goodness gracious, feel as light as a feather I'll particularly be talking mostly about the last four days, two transition days, a last day with the kids and a last day with the staff where I had a little speech, had lots of flowers. Oh, I'm the best. That makes it sound like it was super, but really it was just, it was very low key apart from that. The rest of it, I had avoidance from senior leadership. I had training, sat in training for a bit, which was about September, which I didn't go to. And you'll find out a little bit more as, as to what happened there. It's a tale of two halves. And my emotions were all over the place. Or were they? Because I just felt down the middle. That's what I talk about. I do hope you enjoy it. So let's get straight into the I've Run Out of Glue Sticks podcast, where I talk about the last few days. Well, let's talk about the run-up to the end. I'm hoping to be less dramatic as I go through, but um, I, it, it's split into four days for me, and it's easier to split them into one, two, three, and four, because we had a transition day on a Friday, then we had a weekend, and then we had a transition day on the Monday, and then we had last day with the kids on a Tuesday, and then we had a last day with the staff with training day on a Wednesday. So bear with me. Because I'm just going to be calling it one, two, three, and 4. Now we all understand that very hard to learn concept. Let's talk about the first day. So the first transition day was a really interesting day for me. And I really, really, really enjoyed myself. I had a fantastic day. It was one of the best days I've had in, in school for a very, very long time. I didn't have a class 
for the first time in in the seven years that I've been teaching. It felt very interesting. I don't know. I think people were expecting me to come in all emotional and, and they were asking me all day, oh, how are you? You haven't got a class. But I had a plan of action just to to help people out. Like, there were two new teachers that had come in and I made it my mission to make sure they felt really comfortable because I remember coming in as an NQT myself and and seeing everyone just understanding what's going on and just feeling like, oh my gosh, I've got so much to do, so much to learn. And then you've got the kids coming in. I'm sure there are teachers out there that uh, are listening to this that remember how stressful it was on those transition days, especially straight out of your... NQ, uh, your pre-NQT, what is it? Your your training straight into a class. It's the first time it's your lot of children. So I support them throughout the day. I ferried the books to the right classrooms because some of the books followed them up, which was quite nice. It was quite nice to be helpful. I enjoyed it. I was thriving off it. I even supported lunch. The lunch was, uh, was super different in terms of structure. So I, I just took it upon myself to to help out there with um, with getting the kids where they need to be to pick it up in the right place. You know what it's like on transition day. Oh my goodness, if you're a teacher, you'll know anyway because you've got... Our, our lunches are delivered to our phase, which is year, year three, year four, year five, year six, and year one, and year two, and early years. That was a random order to say it in, but hey-ho, we crack on. But of course, those year fours... We're in a different phase. They're in year five. So we couldn't just have them delivered. Oh my gosh. I don't want to talk about this anymore because everyone was getting rather stressed about it, including myself, I must say. So I just did a bit, a bit of support in there. Got the orders up on the on the iPad and just did bits and bobs like that. And in the afternoon, I helped out with the year six leavers videos and it was really nice. There's such a sweet bunch. I just... Spent time with them, recorded some footage for their Leavers video and sweated everywhere because it was, I mean, all four of those days I'm about to talk about were the hottest days ever in the existence of ever, by the way. I don't know if, if you're the same if you're a teacher in the classroom over the past week, in the final week of term, but it was so hot. I can't remember teaching in hotter weather where there was no wind or anything. It was dreadful. And that was day one. That was the first transition day. The second day was after a weekend. And I just helped out with the year sixes again with their leavers presentations and their songs. And there was even a very exciting drone that came in to film some of the, the year sixes having a great time on the field for their, you know, we know it. It's the teacher equivalent of trying to get a tear in, in the theatre, the tear jerker moment. There was a drone, it lifted up into the air, and the year sixers ran off waving into a year six style shape on the grass. It was really cool, it was so impressive. The year six teachers this year at the school I'm at absolutely smashed it out of the park. It was superb levers, especially with it being a bit different. I think it was the first levers we had post lockdown. Are we in lockdown? I don't know where we are anymore. Does anyone know where we are? Oh gosh, I haven't got a clue. So those two transition days actually went quite well. And I felt quite comfortable. I didn't feel weird. Although everyone was asking me about how I felt the whole two days because they knew I'd got no class. But hey-ho. 
The third day was the last day that we went back to our normal classes and I had those children back in the class. I just kept it really upbeat, played a lot of Uno. Gosh, they've been obsessed with Uno this year. Tell you something for free. I had a fantastic moment, actually. Every um, Golden Day that we do, where the children have lots of games and things like that, I've started teaching them how to play card games like Uno. And I sat back today, or was it today? A couple of days ago. I sat back at one point and watched them play by themselves the game of Uno. They organised it themselves, they were doing it themselves. There was no prouder moment in my teaching career than watching those children play Uno. Well, it's not strictly true, but it was a funny moment watching them just sit around like they were playing poker. They had a person in the middle dishing the cards out. Yeah, I was expecting them to raise ten grand or something, but it never happened. So there we go. I prepped them for change. Yeah, I prepped them for change throughout the last two weeks because I knew that, well, as we all know, teachers, parents, whoever you are, children get very emotional about change. Whether it's staff moving on, whether it's they them going to different classes. Yeah, I prepped them for change. I, I told them about how we can flip things on their head a little bit that was the phrase that we use flip it on its head uh, you're going to a new classroom that's scary don't know what the teacher's like could be a bit more bossy whatever it may be whatever the concern was they brought up so we flipped it on its head and we talked about how it could be exciting to have a new teacher have new approaches uh, new systems etc etc and we talked a lot about that and I, I linked it to what eventually when I told them about me moving on and not being at the school anymore I was able just to simply say, boom, flip it on its head. I'm really excited, a little bit scared, but I'm really excited and I really hope you can be excited with me too. Fantastically, at the end of that day, there were no tears at all. I was exactly, exactly what I wanted. I've, I've seen so many kids walking out of school on the last day, tears streaming down their face. I just didn't want that uh, because I know they'll be fine. They'll be absolutely fine next year. This is what kids are like, aren't they? They just uh, they just crack on. They're so resilient. Now, the last day, the fourth day, day four. The fourth day was the day I felt the most lost. So let me walk you through my last day. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you about every last bit of it. But... Let me tell you about how I signed in in the morning, because it really made me chuckle. We sign in every morning. We used to sign in on paper, then we signed in on a computer, and now we're signing in on paper again. That's our signing in history that you'll be interested to know about. My signature, I just did about a thousand circles in my signature box. And I don't know what I enjoyed about it so much, but I, la I laughed down the corridor as I walked away. I just felt, it just felt so empowering to have just done about a hundred circles in the signature box. I have a sad life. Please help me. Anyway, on that walk down the corridor where I was chuckling to myself, I got about halfway to my classroom. But of course, no longer is it my classroom. And it was halfway to it, I realised, where am I going? I have no base today on this last day, the training day with all the staff, no kids in. And it was the first time that I was like, oh, 
This is a bit bonkers. This is a bit strange. So I went. I'm quite close colleagues with the the member of staff who's is in my old classroom, as it is now called, and I just dumped a few of my bags in there and, and just helped out, potted around in there until the training started. Really, but it was the first moment I felt a bit, uh, a bit strange. And then we went for training. It was all about things for next year, how maths is changing, how, how we're planning it and how we're delivering it. I went to the toilet and when I got to the toilet, or just before I got there, the office staff said, oh, come here, come here, come here. And there was, there were some flowers waiting for me that had been sent by my family, my in-laws. I was absolutely over the moon to receive them. It was so exciting. I've never had flowers delivered to school. I felt like a beautiful, beautiful man. Had a million, million followers and admirers. Of course, it was my in-laws, but it was still lovely. Those flowers sent a real buzz around me. We chatted in the office as well, the two, the two members of office staff. And I read the... I read out the note that was there, and at the end of the note from the flowers, it mentioned about the baby, which I'd not told many people of at school. And of course, again, that was a nice moment. Spoke to them about the baby, and they were very excited in the office. And that was lovely. I had a great time, great chat, actually. And um, to be honest, it got me out of the training, which I I, I wasn't being... It wasn't the most... It wasn't the best use for me, was it, really? Let's be honest about it. Because I'm not going to be there for these changes when they're actually happening. Interesting point. SLT avoided me on most of them. Most of SLT avoided me throughout the day. Eye contact was non-existent. And they were avoiding any one-to-one chats with me. Um, you, you can see it out the corner of your eye. They they just they were going to come into the classroom, then they didn't. Blah, blah. blah. Well, that was okay because I kind of expected that. I've always mentioned I mentioned in the last episode about how much of a nuisance I feel in where I work because of behaviours that I've had to flag up and the responses I get just made me feel I, I talked about it last time, so I won't talk too much about it, but the responses were pretty non existent or sort of supportive of the poor behaviour in my view. Anyway. Throughout the day, I was just helping the phase out, helping people move classrooms, get classrooms sorted. I even got more flowers from my wife, which were lovely. They were massive. Oh my gosh. Absolutely gorgeous. I love it. I think men should have flowers more often, by the way. Have I said that already? Men should certainly have more flowers as gifts because they just brighten up the house. They're so good. And then I had the dreaded speech, which is something that happens every time someone leaves you have to do a big fat speech and I was dreading it and I was really nervous until it came um, the head teacher mentioned about how it's a sad day and other bits and bobs anyway it just felt a bit disingenuous because uh, not only had that member of staff tried to avoid me throughout the entire day but it didn't match up again with the experiences that I've had in the past uh, few years One amazing thing that happened, which I felt was so special, was one of the HLTAs sort of stepped up, stepped up and 
and said, oh, he's, he's, he's great to work with. We're going to miss him. He's awesome. It was something along those lines. And I was so touched by it because it felt more genuine than anything else that had been said in the card handing over ceremony. Um, that was lovely, actually. That was really sweet. Uh, meant a lot to me. And the questions about September rolling in from that point on. I was batting them away. Just saying, I, d I don't really want anyone to know what I want to do next. Or the, the people that do know, I, I, I'm comfortable with sharing that news. But I didn't tell them about supply or about the tutoring ideas that I've got going. Uh, nothing concrete yet. So I just say to them, I've got nothing sorted yet. I'm just going to rebuild, blah, blah, blah. And they, they kind of know why I'm leaving because I mentioned it about in, in the speech that I did that it's it's time for me to go. Thank you so much for the support. Mentally, I've been struggling the past few couple of years and I just feel like it's time to move on. So I think everyone sort of knew why I was moving on them quite... Uh, yeah, I'm quite confident in that, I'm sure. I also had a few surprise cards. That was nice, having surprise cards from people that you wouldn't expect. Um, yeah, two members of staff in particular gave me... One of them gave me a superb gift that I, th I think is a really expensive Dior spray. Like the one, you know, the one that Johnny Depp uses, that one is in the adverts in that in that desert walking around with a with a shovel and a beautiful outfit for some reason gosh they're weird aren't they those adverts and, and another member of staff as well who's a teacher who's gone through some similar situations as me that i talk about in the first episode the previous episode and i had a lovely note from her and it was so sweet one of them i had a great present which was an oak tree from the uh, the teaching assistant that I've worked with and has been alongside me throughout throughout the whole few few years that I've been struggling was an oak tree to grow with the baby that's on the way. Isn't that cool? I, I thought that was so cool, that, that present. So really, the last day was all right. I'll talk about the feelings of the next, I think, but I just wanted to give you a general overview so we can sort of see what what it was like throughout the day and... Emotionally, to summarise, was he was fine. It was, I went out with very minimal fuss, just kept myself to myself, apart from the speech, and then just snuck out at 3pm. Yeah, suited me just fine. Feelings. Well, I've experienced a lot. I think the biggest ones that I've felt that maybe some of you have felt if you've you've exited the classroom or you are exiting this summer is relief frustration and appreciation and gratitude for sure those are the biggest things that i've felt um i feel relief because it it's over i i, I won't probably have panic attacks and I'm so appreciative of that. They, they only ever happened in the classrooms that I've been in. Um, the relief of not having Sunday night blues, of going through that interview process that I spoke about in the last episode. There's so much to do for the interview process. Oh, getting away from the toxic energy 
that some people bring to the place that I work in and just like having a break from the constant planning and assessing and the intensity of each day which has led to the burnout I've experienced and a lot of us have experienced as teachers uh, particularly in the past year or so so yeah I mean relief is a real big part of it and also the possibilities have just opened up there's a there's a relief in that knowing that my supply being nearly set up with the agency that I've signed up with that's a relief but also being able to begin my tutoring journey, having the headspace to tutor and set up a business or to join a tutoring company, whatever it may be, I don't even know. I've got the headspace now to do it, which previously I've just been like trying to survive the past month or so. Oh, such fun. Another feeling is frustration because I feel a bit hard done by, like, why am I... Why am I leaving? Well, I feel like I could have been managed a bit better, perhaps. And I just wish that management looked deeper into the issues that were going on. I just don't think they had the ability to be able to support the the, the mental health issues that, that teachers have. And I'm sure it's the same in lots of schools. I was frustrated on my final day as well because of... I felt like I was being ignored by SLT. I don't. Th- I don't know if I was just being um, over overprotective of the last few days or something like that. But I felt like some members of SLT were tra- were going to come into the room, then they walked away, didn't make eye contact with me. Oh gosh! But the the biggest feeling actually that I've had over the past couple of days is appreciation and gratitude. Of Firstly, I think the skills that I can now see I've got, which for the past year or so, I've, I've I talked about feeling like a failure over the past year or so. But especially with being around NQTs or the ECTs as they're now called, being around them has just made me think, do you know what, I've come a long way here and I appreciate what skills I've built over the past seven years. And I was appreciative for the support I received especially when I've, I've had to have time off because I simply can't handle it. And the TA that I worked with was, was amazing. Like She did so much, but one of the best things that she did for me was take every morning break because without those morning breaks being taken with the kids outside, whilst I had a, a small break, a little cup of tea to rebuild, I don't know what I would have done throughout those days. I needed moments, five, ten minutes, just to reset because I was feeling dizzy, stressed at the end of my tether. I didn't do a single morning break duty since December. So that that was amazing for me. The gifts that I got were so thoughtful. They were just, yeah, I was really shocked with, with the, the, the gifts that I got. I was so, so thankful. And they really represented me and it suited me, you know. It wasn't just a load of chocolates being chucked at me or or anything like that which we get so much in the classroom which is great hey i'm not complaining by the way about receiving chocolates but what i certainly am saying is it it, it just went to that next level and having the nice perfume and the lovely whiskies just showed how people connected with me in a way that i didn't really think they did so i was really i was really pleased about it as you can probably tell so these are the biggest 
feelings. I've got relief, frustration, and appreciation and gratitude for sure. And I wonder if any of you out there feel more negative than me, or maybe more positive, or you just don't feel anything at all. I don't know. I'll be interested to hear from you. Well, thank you for listening. And if you are a teacher who is exiting the classroom, I'd really like it if you shared your story with me. Um, You can do that on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook. You can also email me at runoutofgluestickspodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to find out what your stories are and what you relate to from my story that I'm sharing as we go through. So, yeah, thank you for listening. That's been the I've Run Out of Glue Sticks podcast. Mm-hmm.